0: active, active. 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 Faith. faith amen we have been talking about a faith that is in agreement with God a faith that responds to the word of God a faith that believes that everything that God says is we talking about and faith of agreement or a faith that corresponds or agrees with god how many remembers this amen so i have to give you just a little review so we can get in from new information but we've been talking about active faith responding a faith that responds to that which god has already done and throughout this teaching we've discovered and i need to cement this that who the Son sets free is free what without question now this is going to make sense in a minute you have to know that whatever you used to be you have been delivered from those things in christ Amen. And watch this. And once you are in Christ, those things that try to reattach themselves to you, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Why? Because now you have been delivered from those things. Are you here? That does not mean that they may not try to resurface, but you have authority over those things now. That's why the scripture tells us, let sin or the effects of sin no longer have dominion over you. Why? Because you are a new creation in Christ. Are you with me? So we talked about that. So one of the things I, I, we, we dealt with strongly was we have to get to the place, and we see this in 3 John, that we constantly renew our minds. And that's very vital because um, if you never, let me say something, if you if you Live without renewing your mind, you will always live in the realm of cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance. Cognitive or cognition that's having that knowing. Perception, I I, I know a thing, and dissonance is where that incongruency comes in, even though I know I still do it because there's not enough of the right beliefs to override where I'm confused or mixed with my beliefs. The prime example, if I don't constantly renew my mind, you you know, you'll live in that place where some people will call you a hypocrite. Because on Sunday, we kind of look like Jesus. But on Monday, we still look like the old Ray. We still, like, we still look like the old Lucy. Why? Because even, and they may really be saved if they receive Jesus, and they are. But since Lucy's not constantly renewing her mind, Lucy looks crazy to some because she still has those same idiosyncrasies or proclivities or habits that she once had. But you have to remember that in Christ you are a new, y'all talk to me, you are a new new creation. Are you here? So, last week we talked about under the heading active faith, we talked about tomb raiders. Who remember that? Tomb raiders. Come on, say it again. Tomb raiders. Say it again. Tomb raiders. Raiders. We went to Mark chapter 5. Who remember Mark chapter 5? Amen. So, and we talked about. Let's go there, Mark chapter 5. But notice, earlier I said, if I, I, I don't understand the process of renewing my mind, I will live in that place of cognitive dissonance, where it, and it simply means where there's conflicting beliefs. So since there's not enough of beliefs on one side to persuade me to, to tip the scale, if you will, you, you, you somewhat are topsy-turvy. Or James says, double-minded. You vacillate in opinions. And the reason why some don't receive what's already theirs is because there is a a, a mixture of opinions. I believe God, but I don't believe God. It's like the man uh, who who Mark talks about who believed, who had a son who had a dumb spirit. He said, Father, I believe, but help my, I know you can do it. I believe, but help my Unbelief, I believe you, but there's not enough persuasion to tip the scales. Are you here so in in other it, so how do I tip the scales by getting in this word day and night, whereby transformation can take place? are you here? Are you here now l- let's go to mark chapter five, and I want to read this real quick. Well, you know what no uh we'll read a couple verses then uh, i I want to get some new information to you because. We've been dealing with this for some weeks now, and there's some other things that God would have us to know. (coughs) But um, I I showed you on last week that once, if you remember, there was, of course, an anointing tent in the house for healing. An anointing for healing. People came to the altar and uh, got blessed and so forth. So I had mentioned that once you free yourself from those things, now I need to replenish myself with the word. And I want to show you that. So after the uh, uh, Lord delivers me from whatever, now I need to immediately start getting some word in me. Or else I could allow those same thoughts to become dominant again, and I'm back up to my old ways, even though you are a new creation. Are you here? So so let's read this real quickly. And and, and it's something else, too. I showed you, and you must study your Scripture Bibles away from home, that some of this stuff that we see on social media, God is not doing. Especially in the area of casting out demons. Jesus are are those who are influenced by demonic forces or spirits. So uh, uh, you don't see Jesus smacking people and punching people and kicking people. No. Jesus spoke to them. And they would often acknowledge who Jesus was. And there were occasions where Jesus said, shut up. Be quiet. Now, come out. Are you here? So, listen, if I have to slap one out of you, I, I, I possess no power. But if I have an anointing, which I do, you can just speak to the devil, the demon, and he has to leave. So, it, it, and I, I need to say this, if you're somewhere and they punching and kicking and putting people in the headlock and doing this WWE kind of stuff, get out. That is not of God. Are you here? So, so, so and it's running, it's, 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 it's somewhat uh, pandemic in the body of Christ or, or, or in a lot of churches because people think that just because there are some issues going on, he has to be Possessed. Even with, among our youth, it's not that he or she may be possessed. There's just some mixed beliefs going on, and we need to attack those thoughts. Are you here? Because everything is not a demon. Now, let me say this again. You can be saved and oppressed, suppressed, and depressed by a demon, but not possessed, not as a Christian. Why? Because greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. Then to Christ disarmed principalities and powers that was against us. Not that they won't try to, uh, uh, because spiritual warfare is real. But you, you cannot be possessed as a Christian. You can some act possessed, but you can be oppressed severely by a demon. Okay. So I need to take my time because I'm going to show you some other things. That's why it's good to study your Bible because you have to know what's what. The scripture says, test the spirit, whether... No, no, not test the spirit, by the spirit. Test the spirit, by That ain't what he said. I'm not trying, you know, I'm just... It says, test the spirits, whether they be of God for many false prophets have gone out to the world. But it says, test the spirits whether they be of God. And see, this would be good too, especially those of you who are in various types of relationships. See, when people start acting out, I know that's a python spirit. Oh, yeah. Why? Because she's trying to suck the life out of me. He's trying to suck the... Let me show you this. Boy, this is so good already. Listen, beloved... Uh, Yeah, okay, Okay. let's go to Mark 5. Thank you for putting that up, though. Mark chapter 5. Do it seem like I'm going fast? Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. I think I will. That's confirmation. Let me slow down. Mark chapter 5. I can't read all of this because of time, but let me show you something. I gave you some context on this in the previous weeks, so today just let me uh, get to a place where I can go over some of this. Then they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gadarenes. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs. Someone say tombs. No. Someone say tombs. No. With an unclean spirit. Someone say unclean spirit. Unclean spirit. Who had his dwelling among the? Tombs, someone say tombs. And no one could bind him, not even with chains. Uh, Let's go all the way down to, what, verse 5, I think. Uh, Because he had often been... Now, even though we see this um, in the text when you study history, this man would often run around nude. He He was somewhat a tyrant in the community. He once lived in a community, but because he started acting crazy, they had to put him out of the community, which I said on last week, when people in your inner, cir- inner circle start acting crazy, that's a sign that this community, you can no longer be a part of at, oh, acting like that. Why? Because I have identified that spirit as such and such. Boy, are you here? Uh, and always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs crying out. So say tombs. Cutting himself with stones, and when he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshipped. Now I think verse now verse fifteen. Once he had an encounter with Jesus, look what happened. Then they came to Jesus and saw that the one who had been what demon possessed had the legion sitting and clothed. His, he was what seated and clothed in his seated and clothed in his right mind, and they were not afraid. Now let's go back up. The word tomb, so I'm going to write this down. Now, let me say this. Remember when Jesus asked his name, he said legion. And I told you on last week or in the weeks past that a legion was anywhere from 3,000 to 6,000 soldiers in the Roman army. It does not necessarily suggest that he had 6,000 demons, but he had many. Let me show you something. Now, it, 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 see, and I'm saying all this to, to let you know, Beloved that you don't have an issue with whatever the enemy may try to tell you. The issue is with the way I believe. That's your problem. It's a belief problem. That's why we've been on this, you have to get in agreement with God. Let this mind be in you, that which was also in Christ Jesus. So I have to, hold on, I have to align my thoughts where I only think like Jesus thinks. I only see myself in light of how God sees Christ. I've got one witness and I thank you. Everyone else is looking at me like, Watch this. Write that word tombs down. Someone say tombs. Okay? In the Greek, it's the word namion, and I've said this in weeks past. It means a memorial, a monument, to remember, to keep in memory, to call, to, to call to remembrance. That's why when you go to to a grave site and you see the tombstone, what it causes you to have. Memories. It's a place of remembrance, and you go and you visit, and while you're there, and then putting new flowers and things on the grave, you you, you start reflecting on the relationship that you had with whomever's. Who does that? Have you ever went to a gravesite and you just blank? No, the, the, you had memories. Of, there was recollection of that individual. Okay, so and that's what a tomb does. It causes us. To remember someone's life or to, to remember. So it, it, we said that this man was tormented by memories. I'm going to show you. Are you here? This man was. Are you with me? So, And we said, understand this, that a soul wound does the same thing. So when, that's why it's so vital that whenever you get offended, you deal with it quick. That's so. That's why it's so vital that you don't harbor. Watch this. That, let, let me tell you something. You, you can't harbor unforgiveness and bitterness because it goes from degree to degree. You started off offended. Then it went from offense to hatred, from hatred to, to bitterness, from bitterness to the spirit of murder, from the spirit of murder to... That's why you have to deal with it quickly. Why? Because I'm creating more memories if I don't let it go. That's why, I, if, if this is true, anyone who's been offended, you can attest to this. You started off all right, but the longer you let that thing grow, see, you was okay today, but once you got here to Friday, you were a totally different monster than you were Monday, and, and, and watch this, the longer I hold it, the greater degree or nefarious that person become. So, so, so you have to deal with that thing. Are you here? So we said that that soul wound, does this. it causes us to recall painful experiences that we, we've endured many years ago. Then we talked about uh, soteria. Someone say soteria, soteria, or salvation in the Greek, and it simply means preservation, wholeness, deliverance, uh, uh, we're, deliverance from the power of penalty, and, and uh, presence of sin. We talked about all that. Who remembers that? So as a believer, you are entitled to wholeness. You are entitled to deliverance. You are entitled to to, to help, prosperity. Are you here? Victory. Those are yours. Nothing you have to beg for. They're yours by way of covenant. So you don't have to beg for healing. Healing is yours. That's why you have to know it's covenant. So you're not in a, see, I don't know the word if I have to say, Lord, if it be your will. To heal me. I don't know his word. Because if you know his word, you know that I'm already healed. Oh, man. Are you here? So it is a tombstone. For a lot of people, it is those tombstones that's causing people to remember, relive hurts and different things. That's why we have to forget those things that are in the past. We even said that, that word, uh, soteria, it meant deliverance, watch this, even from the molestation of enemies. So those, and, and, and God have mercy on peoples whose minds are twisted and they do crazy things. But, but if anyone who has been a victim or victimized by the perversity of someone whose mind is jacked up, don't you dare. One, don't blame yourself. And two, know that I'm not a, God delivered me. From whatever. Are you here? They thought that would happen to me. Are you here? But see, three times we see that the man, the Bible talks about the the word to him. So this man or this demonic was living, watch this, out of the wounds of his past. Yeah. And I believe that's one of the reasons why allegiance, see, the more he dwelled on that thing, he kept giving place to the devil. That's why it, I've showed you in Scripture, we shouldn't engage in trying to conjure up the dead. What do you, do, do, don't, why are you calling so, psychic hotlines? The Bible speaks against all of that stuff. If you want to know your future, the Scripture says, look to God. <clears throat> What's my sign? Jesus. <laughs> are you here? But, but see, because here's the thing. We, we, it sounds innocent in nature, but you have to look at the bigger picture of what the enemy is trying to do. So he's trying to seduce you or get you to a place where now I can mingle with your beliefs. And as long as I can get you to have a mixture of beliefs, and if I can get you to a place of where you are double-minded, you will never receive anything because you don't believe. Oh, boy. So in verse 3, we see that he was dwelling among the tombs. Notice I said, then too, we talked about that word dwell. Go back to Mark 5.3. Someone say dwell. Now. Uh, in the Strong's dictionary, it's a metaphor. So we say metaphor, metaphor for divine powers and influences that are said to dwell in the soul, to pervade, prompt, and govern it. Do you hear this? That word dwell. It, it, it's a metaphor that means divine powers and influences that are said to dwell in the soul, to pervade it, prompt it, and govern it. So wow. This man was under the control of legion because he was dwelling among past memories. Are you here? And dwelling on that thing gave those spirits access to get deeper and deeper. And it's a known fact. The more you harp on something, the greater those convictions become. That's why as Christians, you have to... People in general, but as believers, if anybody's holding this something, it shouldn't be you. But well, pastor, you don't know what happened to me. See, see, there again, and we, I took you to Romans and showed you the old you was buried with Christ when He went into the heart of the earth. You went into the heart of the earth when He got up. You was raised in newness of life. Also, that's why we should walk in newness of life. The old man. Dead people have no memory. So if that Shaquita, is there anybody in here named Shaquita? No, that's Sonequa. Okay, Sonequa. Because I say names, the last week I said John, and y'all know John was upset with me after church? And watch this, John wasn't even here. <laughs> so, so, so I have to say names, assuming there's nobody in here named Okay, but but watch this now. (laughs) Why you gotta use my name? Maybe the Lord is speaking. (laughs) But 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 on the real, watch this. If the old person is dead, dead means dead. So why? Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Why are you even identifying your new self with the old one? Let, let, I got I got one for you when you're homeboy. Man, I remember man. Used to man, man, used to get off. Oh, I don't remember. Not me. Not not this one. I know who you were making reference to, but I'm not he that you speak of. Boy, y'all. And, and see, you let your old homegirls bring that stuff up, and there you go. You back at that. Why? Cause you start re- you let her resurrect that old. Why you have to come on this side? Let me come on this side. <laughs> you remember that old one? Dead is. What dead mean? Oh, hold, Lord, do I have to say it? Oh, Dead people can't have sex. Prematurely. Wait, wait, wait. Prematurely. I meant like before marriage. Or shouldn't. Dead people can't get high. I ain't never seen a dead man get high. Who's seen a dead man get high? I can sense right now I need to get off that because y'all are going to wait. Say, 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 say another one. I dare him to call mine out. Dead people can't lie. Dead, pe- dead people can't get offended Why they're dead. So you have to reckon yourselves to be dead. Why? Because I'm a new creation now. Oh, that's a whole new teaching. I got to see. I wish I had some help in here. I thought y'all was going to ride with me. So now, 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 I, I, there's too much of that. Now, look, let's kind of wind down with this in Luke 11. So notice now, once the man had an encounter with the anointing. We've seen him sitting and clothed in his right mind. Don't let anybody tell you that the power of Jesus is not sufficient enough to deliver you. Because if he can deliver one such as this man in our text, how much more can he deliver you? Nobody sitting in here right now would just say, We'll we'll give you 3,000 demons. Who's in here with 3,000 demons? Hey, y'all look at me. Why y'all looking up when I look at y'all? Look at me. (laughs) So I was. Watch this. Watch this. The point is this there's nothing, guys. Known to man that Christ haven't already paid the price for. I, sh- I showed you in Psalms 103 that he's forgiven all our iniquities and healed all thine diseases. Oh! Pastor, us a new one. Even that one. Man may not have an answer or a cure. But Jehovah Rapha, our great physician healer, has already provided healing. Are you here? Now, okay. Now watch this. So the man was clothed, sitting in his he was, with his right mind. Right now, this is why it's so important that watch you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you become part of a ministry, Well, first thing you want to do is ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to a place whereby you can be fed. But you, you, you have to get to that place where you're constantly renewing your mind. You have to do this day and night. You, can, you can't, let me tell you something. You're not going to be successful as a believer in Christ, relying on Sunday only as your source of feeding. You have to take it upon yourselves on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, getting this word. Why? So it can tip the scales where I'm no longer living with double-minded thoughts. So, so people with psychosis, it's multiple thoughts. People, people so we, we need we need to we what, we, what what's going on? We need to deal with those thoughts. And I told you before, the ultimate goal of psychologists and psychiatrists is to get you to change the way you think, because if we can change the way you think, then your behavior is going to change automatically. And what happens? People try to change people's behavior without changing their thoughts. And you can you see your behavior is just results of your thoughts. So if I deal with my thoughts, the behavior would take care of itself. <laughs> Are you here? And I'm saying that to say, um, so we have to now. Once I acknowledge, Father, I re- just say you come to the altar today, and there's going to be some who who who, who receive. Um, teaching and want to deal with old thoughts or what have you, and they come. Well, immediately after that, here you need to get in this word and and watch this, and discover your covenant rights as a believer, what you are entitled to. And start seeing yourself in light of how Jesus sees you. You're not what mother and them said about you. You're not what... You see... You'll be amazed at how many people today are still gripped by what their grandma said, by what their father said. You'll never be anything. He he said that to the old man, the new man, and even if he says it to the new man, it will not penetrate because I have been made (laughs) anew. But Luke 11, 24 25, now let's, the Scripture says that he had what kind of spirit? Talk to me. It said what? What does scripture say? Y'all talk to me because all these voices in here. He had what type of spirit? Say it loud. He had what kind? Now, if the person not speaking next to you, Just encourage them to repeat what you just said. What are y'all thinking? What What's what your mind at? What y'all? Uncle. Now, let's say it loud. He had an unclean spirit. Now, when a, when a unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through what? Dry places seeking rest and finds none. He says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes... He finds it swept and put in order. Okay, next verse. V- verse 26. But... T- t- wait, wait, wait. We don't... How do we go to Luke 4? Yeah, Luke 11. And he was... Okay. <laughs> Now, put your hands in your pocket. (laughs) Stay right here. Put your hands in your pocket. (laughs) Then he goes and takes with him what? Seven more other spirits, more wicked than himself, and they enter into where they're, and the the last set of that man is worse than the first. Here's what that means. When you go through all that, write this down. This is what Jesus is simply saying in this, and I'll give you some context. Jesus used the miracle that he had just performed as an illustration of a spiritual truth. Write this down. The vacuum left by the banishment of evil must be filled with that which is good, or namely, Christ Himself, or what Christ has declared. In other words, when, I, when I'm delivered from something, there there has to now be an influx of the right information. Yeah, are you here? Why? I need information now. To tell me everything that I am and I'm no longer that which was. Are you here? So so basically when this when the thing is lifted or goes out, I need to replenish myself. With for the believer, it would be the word of God. Are you here? That you're not gonna be successful, successful with it's just coming to. Worship on Sunday. I have to get this in me every day. Are you here? So, so it, that's what he was saying. He was saying that, that whenever the the thing is lifted, there has to be it has to be filled with some substance. Namely, here is talking about Jesus because he's referring to salvation. Now, he, he's also saying that mere self-reformation has no guaranteed results. In other words, you can't do this on your own. You need to be filled with something more greater than yourself. Yeah. I I proved that right before that, Jesus had just cast a demon out of a man. Then the religious people said, man, he's a demon casting out demons. Then Jesus was like, "Well, well, first of all, if Satan would cast out Satan, He's working against himself. A house divided cannot stand. Are you here? So that can't be the case. That's not helping the devil casting out demons out of somebody. I'm working against myself. I'm defeating the whole purpose where I want the person to be. Are you here? Then he says, then he goes to talk about how except you bind the strong man. G- g- let me show you something. Go up to that. Go, go up a couple of verses, Tim. Let me show you something. <laughs> I'm going to prove to you you have to have someone greater than yourself. Uh, who's back there? Justice. Uh, go up a couple of verses. But he said, more blessed those. No, up, 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 like 23, 22. Okay, when a strong man is fully armed, it uh, goes to his own house. Well, do y'all see this? His guitar are place. But when they what? So Okay, verse 21, the strong man is talking about the devil, okay? But when a stronger man, talking about Christ, comes, up, uh, comes upon him and what? Overcomes him, he takes from all his armor which he trusted and divided his spoil. So once the thing is casted out, I need to be replenished with something that's greater than what in Christ is, the greater one. Are you here? Now, let me show you something. Ah. Uh, then we talked about, see, you have to remember, too, uh, sometimes you have to know when you're studying the text, you have to know if it's figurative, if it's literal, because there's a lot of hyperboles or exaggerations of text. So you have to know what's what. So when it says seven more, of course, we know seven is the number of what completeness. So, so in other words, he would be completely under that thing's power. Not necessarily that seven more. He, now they'll be worse because they're allowed to come back, but not necessarily. Why seven? Why not eight more? Why not nine? Why not ten? So, so the point is, if I don't replenish, you're gonna be worse than you were before. That's the point. Are you here now? Uh, uh, uh I. Let me tell you how you can keep it, uh, why you need the word. Psalms 119.9 says, how shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed. How can I stay pure of this thing? By taking heed to the word of God. Are you here? Y'all here? Now, before we deal with this word unclean, which is here and we see it in Mark, let, let me show you this. I mentioned this earlier, and I need to show you. So write these verses down. I'm going to go rather expeditiously. Uh, l- let me just show you some different types of demonic, possession, oppression, suppression, depression, et cetera, okay? Now, write these verses down and go home and look at them. In Acts 19 and 5, we see an evil spirit. And I'll read the verse. And the evil spirit answered and said to uh, in reference to seven sons of Siva, it said in answer, Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you? An evil spirit. So here we see an evil spirit. You have to remember, demons are nothing more than fallen angels. It's one devil, meaning demons. One devil, meaning demons. Are you here? Then in Acts 16, we see a young girl irritating the mess out of the uh, paul uh, uh act sixteen sixteen says this, and it came to pass uh, as they went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination, met us, which brought her masters much gain. And soothsaying, but she had it, that that spirit. There, it was a python spirit, or a spirit of divination. A, uh, that which which that's why you shouldn't go and and listen to this mess because it smothers you. A python constricts its prey by squeezing the life out of them. So every time you try to get this information, it's doing nothing more than squeezing the life out of you. That's why if you want to know something about it, you, go to your maker. Okay, so we are, we, we've seen an evil spirit, a python spirit, and in 1 Timothy 4, uh, we see a seducing spirit. Someone say seducing spirit, or, or the spirit of error, in other words. Now, the spirit, talking about Holy Spirit, speak expressly, that in latter times, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Are you here? That's 1 Timothy four one. Then uh, in Luke 13.11, you all remember there was this girl who was going to church every Sunday or to the synagogue. Today's time, she was going to church every Sunday. Um, it was been over 18 years. And no wise could lift herself up. A daughter of Abraham. In other words, she was a child of covenant. This should not be happening to you. And she was going to this place well, let me say it this way. She had the infirmity for 18 years. It doesn't suggest that she, she was going there for 18 years. I don't know how long she was going there, okay? So she had the infirmity for how long? 18. So we don't know how long she's been going to the place. She could have been 18 years. We don't know. Just like the man to the pool of Bethesda. It doesn't say he was there all of those years. He had the infirmity for that long. He's at the pool for 38, 36, whatever, how many ever years? Uh, no, no, no. He had the issue. But I said all that to say this. Number one, it's important where you worship. Yeah. Hold on, hold, hold, hold up, hold up. Because, see, see, there are a lot of places that are anointed, but they're, made, but they're not anointed for you. Yeah. See, j- j- just like a, you, you can have a thousand locks. Or, or one lock, a thousand keys. But there's only one key that would fit that particular lock. So God has designated someone to speak over you now it may be good singing over here it may be good over whatever here but there's no anointing it, the preaching may be good but there's and you leave saying man man it was so good but there's nothing it there, there's nothing that really convicts me or on me because there's no anointing there for you not that there's no anointing but they don't have the wellspring that I need to bring up out of me yeah. and to prove that once the anointing came talking about Jesus yeah. is when she got there Breakthrough. Why? Because the the anointing showed up. And I'm saying that to say when you get where there is an anointing for you, that's when your life changes drastically. Are you? You may not like how I look, you may not like how I walk, you may not like how I dress, but one thing you can identify with he has an anointing for me. Are you here? Now, I wish he was taller, but the anointing is so heavy. I keep going back. I wish they would do this, but the anointing is so strong. I keep going back. That's a sign that there's an anointing there for me. Yeah, I like it over there, but the anointing for me is right. You hear? Now, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. So, 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 you see in Luke... 13, 11 it is. And behold, there was a woman, watch this, which had a spirit of infirmity. Trying to flick her body. But again, don't be concerned about that because you are a new creation in Christ and healing is yours. It's the children's bread. That's why Jesus said, wait, hold up. You ain't supposed to be like this. Be loose. <laughs> hold on. That's what he's saying to you today. Hold up. You're not supposed to be vacillating between thoughts. Be loose. Forget those things which are behind you. That's your past. Listen to yourself. That happened then. Not now. You're a daughter of covenant. You're a son of covenant. That's not supposed to be of you. In other words, get yourself together. Realize who you are. You're a child of covenant. Stop worrying about how you were raised. That's not you. Are you here? Sit down, so 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 so. When the anointing showed up, <laughs> that's why things are supposed to lift when you get to where you're supposed to be. I'm not supposed to be sitting in here heavy. Why? Because there is an anointing there for me. That's why you be man, man. I don't know. You see, when you can't identify, you be saying, "Man, I don't know," but it's something about that place. See you haven't figured it out yet, but but you know there's something about I I tried to leave, I tried to stay away, but it's something about the the anointing. In other words, Lord trying to say, show you that what I have for you, that's why you'll go across the street, and and you'll be in the days, it it could be off the chain, but ain't anything there for you. Ah notice, I didn't say that the man across the street wasn't anointed. Because there are people who are drawn to his anointing or her anointing. You want to be where God has anointed you to be. That's why the scripture says God sets the members in the body as it pleases him. Not where you want to go, where do you want me to go. That's a whole nother teaching. So, 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 that's Luke 13, 11, okay. Uh, Then in Mark 9 we say dumb spirits. One without speech. And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have bought unto thee thy son, which has a dumb spirit. Okay? So we see the the variation of how the enemy will use demonic activity to suppress people. Dumb spirit. Watch this. Again, as a believer, you can't be possessed, but you can be oppressed and suppressed by it. Prime example, you, you and your husband, wife, walk around the house, went a whole week, silent. See, that's a dumb spirit. Don't want you to speak. See, we always think mute or somebody. No, 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 no. It's much larger than that. See, and, and the reason why it stayed because you calling out the wrongs, I bind you. Bind up what? What you Binding. But, but see, when you test it, whether it be of God, Holy Spirit let you know, that's a dumb spirit. So rather than walking in a room yelling out crazy stuff that ain't working, you can just simply say, Father, I bind that dumb spirit from trying to attach itself to my husband, to my wife, leave this house now in the name of Jesus. And guess what it has to do? It has to go. Listen, I ain't slaying any oil. I just spoke the word. Why? Because the word has power. This walk, Father, I take authority over the spirit of infirmity. No one gets sick in this. See, you have to know what you are. You have to walk through biting up that python spirit. You will not suck the life out of me. I am sound in mind. I'm whole. I'm happy. I have joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I am not depressed. I'm not losing my mind. Yeah, my chicken. Are you here? What do you, what, what, so so? What do you t- t- see? See, then you have to get take authority over that seducing spirit that, that's running rampant now. I, I know that Jesus is lo- whatever name. Listen, whatever name you want to call him, we're not going to argue over that. Yeshua Yahweh, hey, Jesus. But since we are English-speaking people, we'll just say Jesus. Because when you look at, at Zeus, it's the Greek word of the transliteration of the Hebrew word, yes, sure, which we get the English word, Jesus. And people argue over minor things. Man, I know which one we're talking about. There's only one. But since I speak English, I say Jesus. But if it satisfies your soul, I would say Yeshua. Are you here? You have to declare, I'm not confused in my beliefs. Jesus is the way. And I'm not getting caught up. This gospel of plurality is where everybody, no, no, all roles don't lead. That's why we have to spread this gospel throughout the whole world. And just because you were born in a culture that worshiped goats doesn't mean that I have to take on that form of worship. Love everybody. Seek to be at peace with all men. But when it comes to the God of the Bible. Out here, because let me tell you. See, notice, seducing. Well, it's all the same. God, wait, wait, hold on. So, so, why do we have so many different religions then? See, see. It, it, so, for us to be right, we have to see Jesus in light of the Word and what it says. So if you are whatever, and you say we serve the same God, it has to be in light of the God of the? So I can't see him one way, and you view him something different. Are y'all here? And that's not being rude or ugly or being dogmatic. It's just holding firm to the truth. The word of God said there's only one foundation that has been laid, and there is no need for another, it has already been laid. <laughs> so you can't improve on this. Are y'all here? How can I improve on this? It's already laid. It's like this building is already up, and now you're trying to lay something. No, it's already laid. We're up and going. We don't need another. Are you here? He's, I don't know who this is for, he's God in the flesh. Oh, no, 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 no. In the beginning, God, Elohim, talks about the plurality of God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit said, Let there be, wait, wait, not only let there be light, but let us. He wasn't talking about angels. Angels were not created in the image of God, we were. He said, Let us make man. Okay, now now, hold, now now John 1 says this, in the beginning was the Word, talking about Jesus, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And everything that was created was created by, it goes on around verse 3. The fullness of the Godhead. Dwells bodily in Christ. Are you here? So in in a culture now, we really got to take authority over seducing spirits. to got folk believing everything. And see, I'm never amazed because the Bible spoke of these things long ago. That the time will come where people will start saying, anyway, it's sufficient to get to me. But that's not so. You keep holding fast and do the work of evangelists. Preach this word. Are you here? Just a nugget. Uh, write this down. I'm done. I have to give you this next week or some other time. That word, unclean. Are you here? i would give you the definition. we elaborate it more. On next week, it's the Greek word "akatharos," "akathartos." Excuse me, I' ain't gonna get in all that right now. Pastor, you didn't say that right. Well, I'll let you say it next week, okay? a cathartos. but but it means watch, watch, watch this. The word "unclean" it means impure, uh, adulterated with wrong mix. Or blend it with wrong mix. It's in a moral sense, it means unclean in thought and life. Which goes back to the dude I was telling you about. It was the thought life that had him jacked up. Are you here? (laughs) It's to be morally corrupted. Sexually perverted, debased, lustful, lewd in thought and life. That's why even to our youth, you have to be, cur- don't open the door to pornography and, and the wrong things because it, it, it brings with it other cousins and family members more wicked than it started off. Yeah. But it goes from one degree. That's why I showed you in Proverbs, you have to guard your heart, talking about your mind. For I of it, the word is true, flows the issues. You can't entertain nonsense. See, why are you out here trying to look at what Reverend, whatever his name did? See, now you done got hooked because you're peeking at what the Reverend did. This Reverend out here that, whatever he, somebody had on social media, sleeping around, doing some stuff he had no business doing. Who know what I'm talking about? Raise your hand. Okay. So you up searching the video. And see, now, you see, bait, I'm done. Uh-uh, sir. Okay. So, so that word, it, it, it's what? To be what? Unclean in thought and life, a wrong mixture. You hear? Impure. Then, of course, you got the the, the Greek word spirit. Or pneuma, and it, it, it's beyond meaning breath and, and, and spirit, but it also makes reference to the rational soul. Someone say the rational soul, talking about the mind. It's a mental disposition. Are you with me? So in, a mental disposition, in psychology, a mental disposition is nothing more than a set of habits. So, so what are you saying? This man, because of his mental disposition, had a habit of doing some of the things that that are considered impure, unclean, because of the thoughts. That's why the Scripture said, if you want to meditate on something, meditate on what's just, good, noble. Praiseworthy. Is it true? Why are you thinking about that? Things that are very good. Meditate on these things. Listen. I want to elaborate on unclean, the unclean spirit. But I'm not even going to try to give you more because I've given you enough for today. But the man that we dealt with, he was troubled by thoughts. You, you you take the average. I'm talking about Christian now today. The things that they're jacked up over the man of God. It's thoughts, Thing, memories of the past. What happened, Wait, man? What happened? And, and watch this. That's not to minimize what happened. But you have to know. See, it, we have to get to a place where we where we realize. What part of being free, Jesus set me free, don't I get? Because the more you dwell on it, the more Satan can use it to his advantage. Watch this. Which would be to your disadvantage. Y'all miss what I just said. So the more I meditate on that wrong thing, Satan can use it as his advantage, but it's for my disadvantage. Why? Because now I'm in that place again of mixed beliefs, and let not that man, that woman, think that they will receive anything from the Lord. Why? Because they're unstable. You know they don't know. And, and, and who remembers right? this teaching? I showed you that heaven would allow what you allow. Who remembers that? Raise your hand. Okay. So now you can understand. Well, well, how come I don't have that? Because heaven like. They don't know. We don't know. How how can I get? We don't know. We don't know if he wanted. Why? Because one day he does, one day he does. He's he's unstable. And heaven only, see, see, God's not going to co-sign on anything that he didn't say. He'll bottle your tears, but heaven's blessings aren't manifested because you cry or because it's been a long time. They're released when you get in agreement with God. When I start saying the same thing that He says. Are you here? Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com